Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, and I'm so glad that you are tuning in uh, to listen to another episode of this conversation where every week, every Wednesday, we have a conversation where we come together and talk about the Lord and what he means to our generation as Gen Z. Many of us as members of Gen Z, we we want to make a difference and we want to know how to live and lead for Jesus. And sometimes we have a lot of questions. And uh, and this is a podcast where we talk about all things related to living for Jesus as members of this next generation. And uh, every week I have a guest, most weeks that is, most weeks I have a guest. And this week is uh, is not any different in the terms of I have another guest. And I'm very excited uh, to be able to introduce you to her. This is someone I have known for a while now. Uh, it is going on about five years. I just did the calculation. Five years. That's like half a decade. And that's crazy now how much time flies. That phrase, time flies, is really overused. I don't like it. But anyways, time moves quick. And, and I'm very uh, glad uh, to be able to have a chance. I first uh, interacted and connected uh, with this person. She reached out to How to Life. Uh, the ministry that I lead back when she was in eighth grade and was like, hi, I want to do something in my area to reach my friends for Christ. Could I be a part of this how to life movement? And I was like, yeah, maybe someday. And, uh, and we chatted and connected and, and then eventually she ended up uh, getting very involved with the how to life movement and planning over three events in her own hometown of Augusta, Georgia. And uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and introduce uh, the one and only Lee Blanchard. Welcome to Gen Z today. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad. I've had you on my list for a little while to to interview and and have you on here as as a kind of one of our legacy how to life leaders in a way from 2017 all the way through really 2020. Yeah, when it kind of. That's when you graduated high school there, and and it's been a quite a journey, quite a season of uh, of of you uh, getting started and involved. I know you graduated in twenty twenty one. Yes, yeah. So I handed it over in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, about twenty seventeen to to twenty twenty one. In a sense, you were somewhat involved with the movement, which is a really long journey and really amazing and. Uh, I, I remember, yeah, you'd done your senior year event. I think you were the first out of life leader to be really actively involved with the movement one way or another for all four years of high school in a way, I believe, because a lot of like, I mean, that a lot of people are involved for a little bit and then they kind of move on. So for you, you, you definitely were one of the few people to have had like literally every year of high school. I think that was so amazing. And, uh, Remind or tell us all a little bit about you. Who are you? Where are you from? And uh, yeah, we'll just start with that. Okay, well, I'm Lee. As you said, I'm from Augusta, Georgia. Um, I I go to the University of Georgia. I love it here. Awesome. Good dogs. 
like Jordan said, I did How to Life all four years of high school. I loved it so much. It was one of the greatest blessings um, to me just to be able to do ministry um, in my hometown, but also just kind of nationally, internationally through How to Life and like just be able to serve the Lord in that way was really awesome. And yeah, that's kind of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, tell us a little bit about how you first heard about How to Life, how you got involved when you first reached out and, uh, and kind of that whole process. Okay. I think I heard about how to life, like most people from like my era of how to life through MMA. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I just DM'd y'all and I was like, Hey, and even though I was in eighth grade, um, I thought I'd take my shot. And so I DM'd y'all and y'all were like, come back in high school. So then I, I came mm-hmm. back to high school <laughs> because I just kept thinking about it and the word just kind of kept nagging me about it. Um, and like, I, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and do this. So Jordan came to my hometown, um, August of my freshman year. Um, you were like doing a Southeastern tour, I think. Yeah. And it just, where you could come to Augusta. Um, so I like assembled a little team my freshman year and it just kind of started, um, in my living room, my ninth grade year. And, it took like a year and a half to plan my first event because it takes a while to kind of hit the ground running, especially when you're like a freshman. But um, it was awesome. It was really great that I found it. Yeah. And then uh, if I remember right, in you came, well, I yeah, you came to the How to Life Leadership Retreat, the very first one that we did in Arkansas in January of 2018. And uh, that kind of kicked off a really awesome year there. And uh, and that was fun. And, uh, and then also, yeah. And then, and then later that year you had your event and how to life Augusta in, uh, in, in Georgia. And it was the same day that we had our first how to life event in Germany. And I was at the Germany event. And uh, so your event actually <laughs> is the first event that I didn't go to in person. I remember that. You guys like live tuned in from Germany because we watched Germany's and then y'all watched us. I was like, that's so fun. Yeah, correction. Uh, the the girls that were with us, they watched the event. They stayed up and watched your event. I was asleep. <laughs> so <laughs> you went to bed. I went to bed. So I wasn't even awake during it. I'm like, if you need anything, like reach out to, I think I gave you my parents contact. I'm like, they know they can speak on my behalf, but I'm in Germany. I got to go to bed, but yeah. yeah, but it ended up being a great night. I, from, from what I've heard uh, from, from you and from others and, and, uh, and then uh, yeah, perhaps the uh, kind of peak of or one, one of the best experiences of, of your how to life journey, you then came uh, to France and England uh, with uh, with me and some of our team for uh, for how to life the first ever events we had in France and in England and what do you remember about those? Oh, that was that was possibly the peak of my high school and how to life career. I loved it. <laughs> um, I I just remember I think like the biggest way that I one of the biggest ways I've ever seen the Lord like move was at the how to life france event in marseille um that was, that was like first few days that we were there 
Um, just like standing in an event where I couldn't understand the language at all or like, and I wasn't like, I didn't really know what was going on because I didn't know what was being spoken, but I could like feel the Holy Spirit, like move in the room and Mm. like just feel the presence of the Lord, like changing lives. Like that was so powerful just to witness. And I still remember it like so vividly because it was just like a life-changing moment for me where I really was like the gospel is not constrained to like anything, like any language barrier. Cause I'm standing back here as someone who cannot speak literally any French mm-hmm. and can feel the Holy spirit, you know, mm. it's awesome. Yeah. I, the events that we've been to that are literally happening in German or French or Spanish, it's like, Whoa, I don't exactly understand everything that's going on, but I trust these guys when they speak English and they seem to be pretty strong. So I'm sure they're sharing good stuff. And then you see uh, the Lord move so powerfully and kids coming forward during these events to want to follow Jesus and making commitments to Christ. It's just like, whoa, like the Lord is really, really moving through through people in their in their own countries. And I know that's really been a big uh, part of my heart is to help see people around the world impacted for Christ. It's and uh, and to see events happen in France and in England and in uh, in those parts of the world, I know have been really really encouraging. And it was awesome having you along uh, for for that there, and uh, to be able to be a part of those. And I'm trying to think of the rest of kind of your how to life journey. Uh, you helped for for the for any of you that have had a it looks like it's light green how to life T-shirt that we had for a while in there we 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 picked this color and what's the name of the color lee it's dusty blue but it looks like it's green i don't know why the color here is titled dusty i think it was even longer like heather prism dusty blue or like something really extended is a really specific niche color but that color was the main color for how to life for summer 2019 through it was supposed to be the 2019 2020 color and yeah. then something happened in 2020 called the coronavirus pandemic that kind of made everything change. So we decided rather than totally trying to rebrand for a 2020, 2021 color, uh, like we typically do, we usually change the color every year. We're like, you know, let's just keep the same color for all of 2020 and 2021. So the color choice that you helped uh, vouch for because uh, you were involved in that conversation as kind of a key leader at that time lasted for two years to the point of where people still are wearing those shirts now because that's the last how to life color that they know so no i loved the dusty blue color i fought so hard so hard for her so i was really glad when it when it lasted so long yeah it lasted a while and uh, to this day people well now we have new colors for this year but yours lasted a while so congrats on on your vouching for that but um, but yeah, so so that kind of has been an amazing journey. Now, now you're at UGA and uh, and, and moving along, and, and and tell us a little bit about kind of what uh, you're uh, doing now, and just the Christian community at at your school. I know some people that listen to this are wondering, hey, I want to go to college, but I don't know where. I don't know what that's like. And can can you just talk a little bit about what it's being like being a Christian at a pretty worldly school? Yeah, but like what it's like for you with the Christian community and and all of that. Yeah. Um, UGA has a really like awesome Christian community here. Um, We've 
like it's we're really blessed to have campus ministries like I think we have more than 20 or something campus ministries here there's so many and there's always something for you to be doing every night of the week um if you wanted to um within the christian community sector um so i've been really blessed just to be able to like have some of the most incredible christian community i've ever had in my entire life um here at uga um and it's like going to uga it is a pretty worldly school, so it is very hard sometimes. But the community that I've been able to find here has been um, just some of the sweetest and like the most refreshing um, in those hard times. And just we are all able to really encourage each other and build each other up. Um, and I'm in a sorority at UGA, which I I know Greek life is it's not for everyone. I'll really be the first to admit that. But I've been really blessed to be the chaplain of my sorority, which I've loved. Um, and just be able to lead in that mission field in that way um, and love on all these girls in that way has really been um, one of the Lord's greatest blessings to me here. So yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. I've loved it here. That's so cool. I love that you are able to be a light for Jesus at your school and uh, yeah, just on a, on a campus where again, there, I'm sure there are quite a few Christians cause it is Georgia and there's a lot of Christians that, are in Georgia, but at the same time, there's a lot of people who probably don't really have much interest in Jesus or the things of Christ or really want to live it out in their faith. And the many, I'm sure, who are very openly hostile, like, I don't want anything to do with Jesus. And and uh, the fact that you're able to be there and be a light for Christ there uh, and uh, and everything, I think, is really, really cool. Definitely a, a good, it's always a good thing to consider going to college, even if it's just for the point of of being able to be a light for Christ and the community that you'll make. I think it's just such a, such a growing experience, I'm sure. And, uh, but yeah, as we kind of move into the rest of the podcast, Lee, could you, you've told us a little bit about who you are, where you're from. Could you share with us a little bit about kind of your, how, how has Jesus changed your life? I asked this question to pretty much everyone on the podcast and yeah, uh, what what would you say would be some of your own story from your journey with Jesus? How did you first find Christ, and what has it? Uh, how what is the difference that Christ has made specifically in your life? Yeah, um, I've been really blessed um, to grow up with parents who are believers. Um, so I came to know Christ at a really young age. Um, so I would say that a lot of my story of following Jesus isn't really one of like some life changing like testimony when I was in high school, but more of just like a story of perseverance of following Jesus all throughout my life. Um, and just Jesus kind of helping me walk through complacency and apathy in my faith and, um, just getting to know him deeper, um, throughout my years. I really like started, started following Jesus. I would say when I was in middle school, um, which was, at a summer camp, which was really sweet, um, thing. And so I kind of went all through high school, um, you know, doing how life, um, just kind of doing everything I could to share the gospel with people because I, um, had my life changed by Jesus, even though it was from such a young age, like I just knew that the gospel was different and that it stood out. Um, and I wanted people to know that, um, and so my faith has really taught me a lot about perseverance um, through hard times. And um, it's really helped me battle a lot of like when I get 
fearful or anxious, like I've learned to be able to go to Christ and like things like that. So, yeah. I don't know if that's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's amazing for, for so many of the people who listen to this podcast. I mean, for some people or for, for any of us in, in our generation, for some of us, we have a story like yours. And I know my story is probably very similar to yours as well. Having grown up in a Christian family and uh, always really just kind of, like you said, perseverance, persevering, going deeper. I feel like it's always been, we, none of us are, we're all on a journey of what, um, we would call sanctification, becoming more like Jesus, becoming more sanctified. And, and no matter where we are in our journey with Christ, whether we've just come to know Christ or are really mature believer, there's always more ways that the Lord is kind of chiseling us away and making us more into the person he wants us to be. And, uh, and no matter where we're at in that journey, especially as we're growing up for some of us, like, like for you or for, for me, we might feel like, Oh, we've maybe we've been following Jesus a lot of our life. And, and we don't have necessarily that dramatic testimony of uh, Paul on the road to Damascus, where she's like, oh, whoa, I was totally just like running away from the Lord. And then, and then God changed my life. At the same time, we are all sinners. We are all broken. And all of us have, are nothing without the Lord. We are nothing without Jesus. And I think for, for me and maybe for you, like it's more of a story of, what would we be like if it weren't for Jesus to begin with? Like we would be very different people and uh, our lives have been changed by Jesus as much as anyone. And, uh, yeah. And then again, for some people, it is that story of uh, totally like running away from the Lord and then uh, having their life completely changed and totally becoming a new creation. But all of us are new creations in Christ. If we come to know him and, uh, that kind of all leads a little bit into this week's theme yeah, we uh, have an exciting theme. I mean, this week we're talking about uh, just the premise of living differently with Jesus. And Lee, I know this is something you've been passionate about and, and you've got some stuff uh, that you're going to share with us on this. But can you talk to us a little bit about your thoughts and heart and passion on the idea of living differently for Jesus? Yeah. Um. So like since coming to college, this has been something that I have been very convicted about and been um, just something that the Lord has been teaching me a lot because I've really um, just, I don't know, seen the difference in like people who know Jesus, but still kind of live like the world, but the people who know Jesus and then live like they know Jesus. And that's just such a different mm. way to walk. Um, and just how the gospel calls us higher and how that's something that we, even though it's so hard sometimes to live differently and be different, um, Jesus calls us to be in the world, but not of it. Um, and so even though it's hard, like it's something that we're supposed to do and it's something that Jesus is able to sympathize in. So we, like, I've been really convicted of, we don't, have a God who isn't able to sympathize with us. Like he knows our um, struggles and our pains, especially in this area, um, because he was someone who was literally in the world, but not of it. Mm -hmm. um, and so one of the, like I did throughout my Lenten season, I like studied um, the entire life of Christ um, from birth until death and then resurrection. Um, and so I 
was really convicted of this when reading John 17, um, when Jesus says, I've given you, I've given them your word, but the world has hated them for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. Um, but my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them um, from the evil one, um, which I was really convicted of because Jesus was saying <clears throat> that he's not convicted and that he's not praying that we're just taken out of the world because we're not called for it to be easy, but he's praying that we will be protected against any temptation that like Satan's going to put before us when trying to live differently. Um, and the gospel calls us to love differently, serve differently. Like it calls us to love our enemies differently than how the world would. And it calls us to serve differently in the sense that Jesus knew that Judas was the one who betrayed him, but washed his feet moments before he was put on the cross, you know? And I think this is one of our biggest forms as Christians of testimony, um, is that it's not just what we say, but that we're actually doing what, that we're actually like living out what we say and living out what we believe. And this is how people can really see like Jesus in us is like, well, that person says they follow Jesus and they, something about them looks different and they, they live differently. And that's, and that's something that I want to know, you know? And I think like when I was talking about Jesus, knowing the pains of awkwardly standing out, like we see this in Luke four, when Jesus goes back to his hometown and like, kind of says that he is the messiah and everyone in his hometown is like you're crazy like there's no way you're the messiah like we know that you're the son of joseph like there's no way you could be the son of god and um and so that's just kind of an example like in scripture of jesus knowing the pain of just kind of awkwardly standing out because he's different but he still continued on with his mission which was to die on the cross and save our sins. And in the same way, like when we have the pains of awkwardly standing out in this world, like we're supposed to still continue on in our mission, which is the great commission and to tell people about Jesus and continue to try to make disciples of all nations. Um, and it's, it's definitely, at least for me, like living a life that actually follows Jesus can be very lonely at times and can be very like difficult to maintain at times because you feel like you're the only one who's doing it. Um, but I feel like I just constantly have to remind myself that it's, it's always worth it to follow Jesus and it's always worth it um, to continue to just do what the gospel says because this in some way, like, I know that I am making an impact for the kingdom by continuing just to live as Christ calls me, even if it means that I look a little different to the world. Um, and, you know, there's the classic verse from Romans, which is the do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, um, which is like we are supposed to be different. We are supposed to look different and act different and love different and serve different and because Jesus was different. Um, and so when we take up our crosses and follow Jesus, it means that it's, that we're going to be 
um, that we're going to be transformed in a way um, to become more like him. And that's going to be hard sometimes, but it's, it's always worth it. So, yeah. Yeah. Kind of my spiel. That's so good. I think, I think for each of us that are thinking through what does it mean to live for Jesus and, and truly to live, to live differently, it's, it's important for us to be able to have these conversations and, and to be thinking through this idea of what does it mean to to live different because again we are we are supposed to be in the world but not of the world and uh, and yeah and it, it's interesting because sometimes i feel like as followers of jesus we are going we will feel homeless in a way in this world like we're not supposed to be building up for for this world but as i've as i've said for many years my my heart for for all of us is that we can be anchored in the eternal someone who basically says hey i want to anchor in uh, uh in christ and in the eternal and in knowing that it's more important that we be aligned with our future and all of eternity that we are going to spend uh, someday uh, with jesus and and sometimes that can be really hard because as people as simple people and human beings that we are we are often very concerned with the the short term and the what am i doing today and uh, how can i get short term gratification now i want uh, that like i mean so much of uh, of life is is like oh yeah how what 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 feels good today what feels good now as opposed to what uh, is the life that we can live that is holy and set apart and different because everybody in uh, in our world it's it's not hard to live for now and to live for yourself that's what the world tells you to do and there's a lot of ways to do that but it's because of the selfishness and the the worldliness of it it just makes it to where it's not like people feel empty they will come up empty every single time if they're not anchoring in Jesus who truly is our only hope and and our only basis through which we should rise up and step up and want to live our life and so so I love the, the the premise of just living differently it's a very very clear very simple theme we're covering here but it's I think very very important just to always be think, what is it Apple says think different so I guess we're live different yeah <laughs> would be what we uh, could uh, could say because it's just like look we don't need to be living lives that are the same as what the world says is hey do this but we truly do need to say look the lord's ways are better and uh and they genuinely are and he knows what's best for us so let's live for him and uh and I, that truly is the basis of so much of how we as believers need to be living our lives and now uh, what uh lee as we are kind of wrapping up uh, the podcast would you be able to give us just kind of like a final challenge a final challenge for someone who let's say they are a 17 year old and i know you know what it's like to be a 17 year old because you were not long ago <laughs> and uh what uh but let's say someone listening to this is 17 or even 15 like let maybe they're in ninth grade right now just like you were when i first met you and uh, what what would be a challenge that you would give to ninth grade lee or someone else uh, who is ninth grade now 
Yeah. What would you, what would be your challenge to them to live differently? I guess I would just say like, you're never going to regret following Jesus on the other side of Mm -hmm. you know, like when, whenever Jesus comes back, whether we, if that's anytime soon, if it's not, you know, nobody knows, but, or whenever we get to the other side of eternity, like you're never going to regret following the Bible and sharing the gospel to the fullest extent Mm. of what you can do, you know, and just actually going to the ends of the earth, whether that be actually going physically or just in any way you can, like going to where it's like where you see the gospel needed even if it's a little unconventional that's so good yeah i think it will always living with eternal perspective it will always be the better route in the long run not just this side of eternity but genuinely for all eternity so so i think that's awesome and, and good and just a very good reminder for each of us as we're looking to really live for the lord and Lee, would you be able to pray for the listeners as we are wrapping up the podcast? Of course. All right. Dear Lord, thank you so much um, for this time that me and Jordan got to sit and talk, Lord, um, about you and what it means to follow you. God, I just pray for each and every person listening um, that you would just um, renew in them a new heart and a steadfast spirit as they continue to try Um to follow you the best as we can each and every day, Lord. Um, I pray that through each and every person listening and through just me and Jordan, Lord, that your word can continue to be shared and spread um, just to the ends of the earth, God, that we can just continue um, to try to tell as many people as we can about you. Um, And I pray, um, and I just thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who through his death and resurrection has given us a way to come into your family. And in your name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Lee, so much for being on Gen Z Today podcast. It's been awesome having you on here. And uh, for those of you, uh, for for the people that are listening, how can someone find you on uh, social media if they want to keep up with Lee Blanchard? Um, I my Instagram is just Lee A Blanchard. Um, Lee spelled kind of weird. It's spelled L E I G H. Um, but that's that's just my Instagram you want to follow me there you go make sure to follow lee especially if you're from georgia or uh, in that state if you have questions about the christian community at university of georgia she'd probably be a good person to talk to or if you're looking for for community in that area uh, lee is awesome so make sure to reach out to her or if you just have any any questions Uh, she's been a a veteran how to life movement leader over the years and uh, and is living boldly for Christ now as a college student. And uh, it's been amazing having you on here, Lee. And uh, for all of you listening, if you also, if maybe you're interested in getting more involved with with the How to Life movement, reach out to us on Instagram at, at How to Life Movement. We would love to talk with you about ways that you can reach your community for Jesus. And uh, and then Gen Z Today podcast is the podcast Instagram page where we post a bunch of cool quotes about every from every episode that comes out and and uh, and hopefully that can be an encouragement to your 
social media scrolling and and then i'm on there as well at jordan whitmer feel free to reach out to me as well if you have any questions or ideas and if this podcast has been encouraging to you would love to hear from you and uh, but either way again thank you lee for being on here and thank you to each of you for tuning in and we'll see you next week Thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today podcast, as well as my page at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website again is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. 